Hey, deserving listeners, a lot of you have been asking me to react to this apology by Ethan Klein from the H3 podcast, in which he apologizes, I believe, for something related to deep fake pornography. So let's get into it. My name is Dr. Kirk Honda. I'm a therapist and a professor. And throughout my career, I have been concerned with apologies, not only between people in my office, if I'm seeing a couple or a family, but also between me and the client. I recently did a whole deep dive on apologies, and I have been reviewing a lot of public apologies to give them a grade. So let's watch. But let's start with the background, because I think there's some background that we might be able to know where this is coming from. Starting with the news that every single day we're seeing AI deepfake porn becoming a bigger and bigger problem. Philip DeFranco on YouTube, I watch him almost every day, by the way, for news. He is talking about deepfake porn, which if you don't know, what deepfake is, it is technology that allows individuals to put someone else's face on someone else's body. So for example, you could take this footage, please don't do this, and you could deepfake Philip DeFranco on top of me. This technology is getting better and better all the time. And if you project into the future, maybe the future is now, it's a very scary world where all content on the internet could be faked. You could have a speech by Joe Biden or Putin, and it could be deepfaked, and you wouldn't know unless you had some other way of determining if it was deepfaked or not. So along these lines, apparently, which I didn't know until this story came out, that there are websites out there where they will take famous people, often women, and they will deepfake them into pornography. And for the record, of course, and I don't see why I need to say this, but I think I do, this is a crime. To take someone else's face and put them on someone else's body to make it look as though they made a pornography or anything to knowingly deceive others into believing that this content involves another person's body and face to make it look as though these individuals were doing something that they did not, that is immoral. It's a major problem. It should be illegal. I don't know if it, if it, if it is. That's what this story has to to do with. There's this new disgusting, disturbing controversy involving a creator by the name of Atrioc, as well as a whole slew of very high-profile female streamers. Also, don't worry, to fully understand the story, you do not need to know who these people are, and I'll give you the, the needed background. Right, so this whole situation starts from a small clip from a recent stream that Atrioc did. What time is it where I am? What time is it PST? Now for you, that may have seemed like a super random clip, though others may have noticed we intentionally blacked out part of the screen. And that's because in this moment where you're seeing all these random tabs open up, a number of users paused that moment and found that he had actually opened up a site that hosts deepfake porn of famous streamers. Some of Okay, so we're learning that this individual, a YouTuber or streamer named Atrioc, was on live stream and he used his keyboard to quickly toggle between different screens that he had open on his computer and it went out to the entire internet. And so I'm guessing what happened is people recorded that they took a screenshot and they looked at all the different screens that he had open and they saw one in which he was looking at this deep fake pornography. And for the record, it's sad that I need to state this, that not only is it immoral and wrong and violating and traumatizing and victimizing to make this kind of content, but it's also victimizing and wrong and immoral to consume this kind of content because you're participating in that process. You're not an innocent person because you're just like, well, I mean, I'm just looking at something. It was the same when it came to leaked photos. Jennifer Lawrence, other people had hackers hack into their phone, take pictures of them, taking pictures of themselves naked or something and posted that on the internet. And then people were looking at those photographs saying, well, look, it's not my fault. It's someone else stole. Yes, it is. It's your fault to look at it. A hundred percent. Everyone understands that. Knock it off. Now for you, that may have seemed like a super random clip, though others may have noticed we intentionally blacked out part of the screen. And that's because in this moment where you're seeing all these random tabs open up, a number of users paused that moment and found that he had actually opened up a site that hosts deepfake porn of famous streamers, some of which Atrioc actually knows personally or at least his colleagues with in the community. Or some new deepfakes of streamers were even seen in his browser, but also the site hosts plenty more vile crap with other content creators as well. So you had tons of people saying things like, as an Atrioc fan, this is incredibly disappointing. Hang for AI deepfaked porn Oh, it wasn't just looking at the porn, he was paying for it. 
he paid for it. Not only did he just passively look at it, but he paid for it. Why is that making it worse in my mind? It's not worse. It's it, Well, I guess it makes it look more volitional, right? And I guess now that I'm thinking about it, of course, by paying for it, you are fueling the machine that makes this content. The individuals who make it are presumably trying to make money doing something that is immoral and wrong. So you're actually giving fuel to this industry, which is incredibly victimizing, harmful, wrong, immoral, needs to be stamped out immediately of your friends and colleagues is fucking gross. Especially after knowing that one of his friends has paid thousands to remove deepfake porn of herself from the internet. He fucked up. So we're hearing that not only was he paying for AI deepfake porn, but some of these individuals were friends and colleagues of his. Does that make it better or worse or the same? I don't know. I, to me, it just makes it the same. It's disgusting either way. It doesn't mean that it's worse if you know the person. It's just wrong. It's just wrong. It's wrong. It's not like murder of someone you know is worse than murder of a random person. Murder is wrong, right? So consuming this material is wrong full stop. Down. So we saw Atriot giving an apology on stream, saying that he was embarrassed, that he knows that it was wrong, and that he's mad at himself, saying he just did this one time, that it's not part of a pattern of behavior. Interesting. So we get a bonus apology rating. <sighs> I just feel so embarrassing to me. But I was on f***ing Pornhub, dude. I was on a f***ing regular as normal website, and there was an ad. There's an ad on every f***ing video for this f***ing... So I know other people must be clicking it, because it's on every f***ing video for a f***ing deepfake thing, and then I Okay, so he's crying. Especially women on Twitch to feel safer. Like, I, uh, we call booba spam cringe. We don't do that there. I've never made like a weird, I don't know, seat sniffing joke. I've never done anything like that. I've never done anything like that on this stream. What? What? Twitch streamer Atrioc. So I tried to find his apology. Atrioc, I believe is how you pronounce it. Maybe he's on Twitch or something, and maybe I need to go there. But this... Uh, individual on YouTube is reacting to it. So <laughs> I'm reacting to a reaction of a reaction. I, I don't know. Uh, this Welcome to 2023. This is called the Vosh Pit. How was this discovered? How was this found out? He had a tab open on stream. A related issue is that people will fantasize. Is it immoral? Is it wrong to fantasize about someone you know sexually, either when you're by yourself or when you're with someone else and you're fantasizing about someone else? Is that immoral? Well, best case scenario, you ask that person, like your partner, and you say, can I fantasize about you while I'm alone? And your partner's like, hmm, yeah, absolutely, fantasize away. Is it okay if I fantasize you about you doing this, these kinds of things? Well, you can fantasize about these scenarios, but not these. Okay, so best case scenario, consent, discussion, that kind of thing. But is it immoral to, say, fantasize about a friend or a coworker or, or a famous person for that matter? There's a lot of debate around that. And long story short, my position is that it's better to be safe than sorry. There's a chance that this individual would be okay with you fantasizing about them. They might even like the fact that you're fantasizing about them. But there's also a chance that they would feel extremely victimized and that would be very hurtful to them. That would be harmful to them, traumatizing to them even, to think that you would be fantasizing about them in that way. So, unless you know the answer to the question, are they okay with it, then you shouldn't do it. Because you don't have to do it. There's a lot of other things one can think about. <laughs> have a repertoire in your mind. Just make up a, a random, anonymous human being. It's fine, right? Now, what people will say is, they'll never know what I'm thinking about, so it doesn't matter. It does matter. Because at the very least, you might end up treating that person differently if you knew them, a colleague, a friend. It might come out in your interactions with that individual. The other thing is, is it might just get revealed. You might have a one too many drinks and tell someone and it gets around, it can harm that individual, right? Also, I just think it's it's wrong. It's a debate and of course we can all have a conversation about that, but I do consider that to be wrong. My dogs are barking. I don't know if you can hear that. They also believe that it's wrong. The other thing that I want to uh, parallel this with, this issue of deep fake porn, is that 10 years ago, and I've done some videos about this in the past, where you had revenge porn, where people would take pictures of their partners, then there's a breakup, the individual still has pictures of their former partner on their computer or phone, and then they would upload them to these revenge porn internet sites, and the entire world would be able to see that. And at the 
time, from what I understand, that wasn't illegal. It was made illegal after that point because there were no laws about that because it wasn't a thing until the internet came along and became what it was at that point. So this is similar, I'm guessing that there are no laws about deep fake pornography because it's a new thing. And so our legislatures and our laws and our courts need to catch up. And like, I've done this consistently over and over and over. And then 2 a.m., you know, I've been, I've been watching so much, I've been reading so much AI stuff. I'm reading all this stuff about AI and, and, uh, and deep fake music, deep fake art and everything. And I'm in these discords. And I was, it just feels so embarrassing to me. But I was on Pornhub, dude. I was on a regular ass normal fucking website. So he's saying that he's been really into AI. Okay. Okay, you're into AI. A lot of people are into AI. I'm sort of into AI. My co-host Umberto is super into AI. Uh, <laughs> it's like saying, I'm really into driving my car. I just love driving my car. And you know... It just, one thing led to another and I was running over pedestrians. That, that's, that, that's not a thing. There's an ad on every video for this. So I know other people must be clicking it because it's on every video. Okay, so we saw this argument that he's making, this excuse or explanation. So that's a big distinction that we need to determine here is, is he providing an explanation while remaining sorrowful and while recognizing the full weight of the transgression that he committed? Or is he making excuses? Is he saying, look, it's not my fault. I, I didn't, you know, why am I being attacked? So it's hard to know. Maybe he'll reveal that, give us some information around that. But what he's saying saying is that he was online looking at porn and there were many, many ads. He's saying many people must click on it. Otherwise, they wouldn't have these ads. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't excuse it. I hope that he's just saying I was wrong, but here's how the internet made it so easy for me to do such a wrong, horrible thing. But I'm going to take a guess and say that the vast majority of individuals would not click on it. I don't, am I just naive? Maybe as I say that out loud, I can just imagine y'all just laughing at my face. But I just don't think this is, I, I guess we don't know. There, you know. I live in a world of science and of data and evidence. And so I'm making some guesses that this sort of behavior and this interest is aberrant and anomalous. But maybe it's a huge thing on the internet. What do I know? But either way, even if everyone else was doing it, that does not make it right. <laughs> Anyone would understand that that's wrong. It's wrong. I, it's just, it's it's gross. It's gross, and I'm sorry. I really am. I really. It's not. I don't know. It's, it's so embarrassing. Okay, so I've been watching a little bit more of it. Maybe I should just go to Twitch and watch the whole thing. I don't know. I'm trying to get to the Ethan. The whole thing was because y'all were asking me to watch the Ethan Klein apology. So we're watching this one in in the build up to that. But he's saying that Atrioch is saying that he's really sorry and he's really embarrassed. So many of these public apologies lack the umph to make me now he doesn't apologize to me he needs to apologize to the women that he wronged he seems sorrowful now a lot of people will be sorry and they'll be sad because they were caught because of the embarrassment that he mentions not because they actually feel sorrow about what they did to someone else that's the key apologies are sorrow for a transgression on another person not sorrow because you got caught. So these individuals often will exhibit sorrow and I don't know, are they sorry for themselves or are they sorry for the other person? And that oomph that I'm often looking for is something like, I can't imagine how she felt when she found this out. I can't imagine. But if I was to take a guess, it felt like this. It felt like that. It felt like this. And it's all my fault. It's 100% my fault that I caused these women to feel this. And not only these women, but all women across the planet. <laughs> I participated in a, a, a long string of historical wrongs against women along these lines. Objectification, using them in whatever way we want to, the male gaze, all that kind of stuff. Like, I, I feel horrible about what I did to that other person. I did something horrible. It's like I just spat in their face and pushed them down some stairs. That was my fault. No one else is to blame. And I feel 
terrible. I can tell you what led me to that. I didn't think I would harm someone else because I never thought it would get out. But in the end, I feel terrible about what I did to someone else. These public apologies almost never contain that sentiment. So I'm left wondering, are they actually sorry for what they did or are they sorry for themselves? I just really want to get across. It's not like a pattern of behavior. And I, you know, I don't, I don't know what I want to say. So right away, it, it, maybe I need to watch the full Twitch thing. I'm really going down a rabbit hole. I thought I'd just watch the Ethan thing. He says, I want everyone to know this is not a pattern of behavior. That lends itself to the conceptualization that this is not actually an apology, that he's trying to retain his stream of money. I don't know if he makes any money. I'm guessing he does. But if he were to be perceived as a horrible human being who did a horrible thing, then he could be canceled. He could lose a lot of his fans and he could be deplatformed and he could lose all of his income. And I don't know, but there are some individuals where it's not only his income, but it's his wife's income, you know, other people, who knows. Now, of course, he should be concerned about that because it's his job, I think. And he should be thinking about that. How can I respond in a way that retains my business. There's nothing wrong with that. But when I hear these kinds of apologies, if I only hear messages that are along those lines, it starts to lend itself to a conceptualization that they're not actually sorry, that they're just trying to come across like they're sorry, or they feel sorry for themselves. For those of you who have kids or hang out with kids, you've seen this before, where a child is caught red-handed doing something wrong, and they will just start crying. right? They have their hand in the cookie jar and you come around the corner and you're like, hey, get your hand out of the cookie jar. I don't know why I use that as that scenario. It's from my childhood. It was like the classic bad thing that you would do as a kid. Do people even have cookie jars anymore? I'm guessing they don't. And so anyway, roll with it. You come around the corner, kid is, has hand in the cookie jar and you're like, hey, your hand's in the cookie jar. And the kid sa- says, oh, I, you know, uh, uh, it starts to cry, right? Now, it's possible that the kid feels bad to because of what they did, the transgression that they that they committed, the wrong that they committed. But in all likelihood, because of their emotional development, their moral development, they're more crying because they're sad for themselves. They're like, oh, no, I'm in trouble. <sighs> now, they might even be crying as a way of trying to garner sympathy. But if we just go with the assumption that the kid is being honest, meaning that they have legitimate feelings of sadness and sorrow, a lot of kids, the sorrow ends with them. <laughs> They just care about themselves. Now, it's normal for kids not to be aware of that. It takes some time. But when you're an adult, then you should know better. So you can see that behavior in adults. And so the deception can be, wow, he's really crying. He's really saying he's sorry. He seems legitimately like he's suffering. Okay, but which one is it? Sorry for the self, sorry for the other. Now, he could have sorry for the other and sorry for the self. But he could also just have sorry for the self. It's uh, it's disgusting. Is it really it's disgusting? It's disgusting. It's, it's wrong. Sorry, I, I didn't sleep all night. I got I, so I'm just. <sighs> okay, so he said it's wrong. I wish he would elaborate on what is wrong, but that's heading in the direction of actual recognition of the transgression. And then he just says that he didn't sleep at all last night. I tend to believe him. I don't know, obviously. But the way his emotions are coming out during this apology, it stands to reason that he has been suffering. Now, was he not sleeping well last night because he's worried about his business only? He should be worried about his business. But is he also worried about the transgression, about the harm that he caused another human being? Let's see if we hear anything along those lines. I already feel deeply. I'm deeply embarrassed about this i'm embarrassed i'm angry at myself i just feel so stupid so one of the things that i'm looking for when i'm grading apologies is the individual exhibiting that they feel the weight of the situation if someone were to commit a major transgression like this and deliver an apology without much emotion or evidence that they're suffering at all. Like they're just, okay, well, I got to apologize. They apologize and they go on with their day. Even if they apologize pretty well, that would be concerning because it doesn't show that they're really empathizing. They're really absorbing what is happening and what they did and the effect they had on other people. 
So he seems to legitimately be suffering, which lends itself towards at least a more effective apology. Now, as I've been saying, he's not apologizing to me because I'm not one of his fans. I didn't even know who he was until now. So he's apologizing to his fans, but also he's apologizing to the women, I presume. Before I go into the apology, because I think it feels weird if you use a butt later, I, I just want to say a couple facts early. I just want—I want to get them out of the way because it's only because I—I I was torturing myself reading LSF comments that made me feel sick to my stomach, and they're—they're they're way too far. They took it way, way too far. So I have—I don't know if I should include this or not, but I have the fucking—the receipt thing right here. This—this this is it, which was—it's from the exact same day that that fucking clip is from. All right, there's no pattern of behavior. It's not months and months. Okay, so this is not a great way to start an apology like this in my book. He's starting with details that are designed to try to get people to not hate him. So that if I were one of his fans or if I were one of the women that he transgressed upon, this would bother me. I'd be like, how about you get to the apology and then you could, you know, give some details later. But one of the details that he's giving right now is that he has a receipt for the day that it was revealed that he had consumed or had looked at these deepfake pornography depictions. I think what he's saying is, I just did it that day. It was the one time I ever did it. And here's a receipt to demonstrate it. That doesn't demonstrate anything. <laughs> it, he could have been participating in this industry for a long time. And he just happened to have purchased it that day, which is why it was open on his computer. I, so th this is worrisome because it looks like he's really focused on only trying to preserve his business. There's nothing wrong with him trying to do that. But if he's truly sorry, then he will emphasize that instead of the self-preservation details. Months. It was this one video on the same day, and I just stupidly left the fucking tab open. And it was at 2 a.m. on the night before when, when Ari was uh, out of town. So, um, And again, there's no excuse for it. I'm not, I'm not defending it any way. I think this whole category of stuff is wrong. I, I, 100%. But I'm just, I want people to know that. Yeah, unless he gives more details, it just doesn't ring very sincere to me. Because if you believe it's wrong, then why did you do it? Yeah, it, it, so this is why explanations are important, because if he says, look, I was deluding myself into thinking it wasn't that big of a deal because in this corner of the internet, they seem to normalize it. At first, I was thinking, is that really okay? But then I sort of allowed myself to be convinced by this corner of the internet. I'm not excusing it, but I'm just telling you that at the time when I purchased it, I just it just didn't even register to me that it was wrong. I know now that it was wrong, and of course it's wrong. But at the time, I just thought uh, I'm not hurting anyone because it's not the real person, and they'll never find out. Or I don't even know if that would really be convincing. But it would be some explanation as to why you did something that was so wrong. But just to say it's wrong, I just want to tell it's wrong. Okay, did you just figure that out, or did you knowingly do something that you knew was wrong and harmful to other people? So what? That's why I'm always looking for those kinds of details. Which it's possible that he doesn't even know. I mean, I don't know how old he is. I don't know how self-aware he is. I don't know how much therapy he's been through. But you know, it's normal for people to have a fairly low uh, level of self-awareness. The path of self-discovery that would be necessary to fully apologize, in my view, might be long, and he might be just beginning. So hopefully he'll go down that road. You know, because the thing that I think that hurt me the most is like, I've done a lot on the stream to like create a pattern of behavior where I really want, especially women on Twitch, to feel safer. Like I, uh, we call in booba spam cringe we don't do that there i've never made like again self-preservation it's fine but he should apologize first do the self-preservation later weird i don't know seat sniffing joke i've never done anything like that i've never done anything like that on the stream and we don't tolerate any sex behavior in the chat we ban it on site 
And like I've done this consistently over and over and over. Yeah, I think that's a fair point to make after you apologize. But yeah, he has a track record of someone who was on the right side of this issue of misogyny in the gaming community or misogyny in general, right? Mistreatment of women in general in our society and online and and in the gaming community. So he's saying that he has been fighting the good fight for a long time. Okay, good. You, you can point that out. It doesn't nullify the transgression, but it, yeah, it's, it's fine to point out, particularly if you're trying to preserve your business. But even in more mundane, regular apologies, say you commit a transgression upon your partner, even if it's fairly mild, you know, like you forget to pick him up from the airport. (laughs) I mean, that'd be a pretty big deal, but something along those lines. They're upset at you, obviously, naturally, understandably. And you say, oh my God, I just got wrapped up at work. And yeah, I'm so, I'm so sorry. You know, I'm really good about picking you up. You can bring that up. You can say, hey, every time you want me to pick you, I've, I've never missed a time. You've asked me to pick you up hundreds of times. I've always been early and it doesn't negate what I did that was wrong. But I just want to point out that I'm usually pretty good about you can you can point that out. And that's what he's doing, which is fine. But again, apologize first. All right, let's take a break. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a new year. So, of course, it's time for New Year's resolutions. But often those are just manifestations of internalized harmful voices, voices that tell us we're not good enough. So instead of making a resolution to change something, let's recognize that we are already good enough. Now, most people think of therapy as a place for us to work on our problems, but there are several schools of thought within the field of psychotherapy that adamantly reject that paradigm, like narrative therapy and solution-focused. Instead, these clinicians help us focus on what we're already doing well. And by helping us do that, data shows that we often will gravitate towards more beneficial patterns. Well, one place you can find such therapists is on BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, it's definitely worth giving a try. So celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit BetterHelp.com Kirk today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot Kirk. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I've been reading so much fucking AI stuff. Defake music, defake art and everything. And I was... Ugh, it's still so embarrassing to me. But I was on fucking Pornhub, dude. I was on a fucking regular-ass normal fucking website. And there was an ad... There's an ad on every fucking video, so I know other people must be clicking it because it's on every fucking video. And then I click it, and I'm fucking in this fucking rabbit hole. And at 2 a.m., I yeah, it doesn't bode well regarding his apology when he's trying to say everyone else is, it's you know, everyone else is doing it. I know other people are doing it. God darn it, you know, I, other people are doing it too. Uh, <laughs> this video is labeled apology. He uploaded this video on Twitch, and it is labeled Apology. He has yet to apologize. I, I don't know. I got morbidly curious, and I clicked something. And I, and I it's just fucking, it's, it's gross. It's gross, and I'm sorry. I really am. I really fucking am. It's not, I don't know. It's, it's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. But I just really want to get across. It's not like a fucking pattern of behavior. And I, you know, I don't, I don't know what I want to say or not, but uh, I just hate doing this on stream, man. This is not what my stream's about at all. I hate this drama stuff, and I, but I just feel bad. I don't, and I saw some comments from people that are in my community that were uh, that were talking, and they they felt so let down, and it made me feel so fucking sick. So 
Yeah, uh, as a content provider, I can not relate because I've never been in his shoes, but I've been sort of near his shoes, if you will. I haven't been in his shoes, but near his shoes in that when I, I, I've i made content that have hurt someone's feelings. And, you know, I've been a podcaster for over 14 years. Sometimes you'd, you'd make a mistake and it doesn't make it okay, but that happens. And I can relate to that feeling of just like, oh my God. When you disappoint the internet, <laughs> that's just going to happen. But when you disappoint the people that are if you feel like you're in, they're in your tribe or they're in your inner circle, they, they think similarly to you and to let them down, it, it, it's um, kind of like a reverse parasocial relationship. Oh, I'm like joking a lot of this street, but it does mean a lot to me. Like I put a lot of fucking time into it. I'm sorry. I'm just fucking sorry. I, I, I don't, I don't support this stuff. I don't believe this stuff. I'm not like a fucking advocate in any way. I regret it. I would never do it as long as I live. Like, as long as I live, I'll never do anything like this again. Okay, good. This is like the kid with the hand in the cookie jar of, I was caught. I'm embarrassed. I know it was wrong. I'm so sorry. Don't hate me. Don't hate me. Don't hate me is what this comes across. There's nothing wrong with that. But again, there should be half of this should be an actual apology. We're more than halfway through his video. That's labeled apology. That's the title. And we've yet to hear what I would actually label an actual apology to the people that he harmed and and, and i don't know i'm just the most vanilla it's just too much information but i'm the most vanilla guy when it comes to anything like i, I don't do sexual jokes on here my goodness <laughs> it just keeps going on and on again if this is all at the end then great it's it's adding some detail some explanation but where is the apology we don't i can Reddit, not safe for work gifts is 99% if I ever do any fucking points. It's so weird to say, but I, I don't know. I just clicked the fucking link at 2 a.m. and I, and, and the morals didn't catch up to me. And, and uh, I'm sorry. I really, I really fucking am. Okay. This is getting to an explanation to an apology, which I think we're hearing now. If I were a little birdie on his shoulder, I would say, take a deep breath and fully identify the actual transgression, the harm that you caused. What did you do and what was the harm? What emotions did you cause and some, what experiences did you cause in another person? That's the harm, that's the transgression, that's what you did, that's the core of this whole thing. You did something that caused someone else to experience pain, fear, discomfort, something bad mistreatment. You wronged someone else. Fully describe that. That's the foundation of every apology. That's what I would tell him to do. He might, that might be in there somewhere. He might get to it. We haven't heard it yet. Uh, I don't know if you have any, I'm sorry I cut you off. I, I have any no, it's just, it's just deeply upsetting and extremely embarrassing. But I do believe Brandon in saying this is not a pattern of behavior. You know, he's pretty transparent with everything, keeping all his tabs open all the time. So I'm pretty privy to what he's up to. Again, do people not understand what apology means? <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Like the internet or the world is operating on a completely different definition of what apology means. Yeah. <laughs> and Brandon always clicks through paywalls. So that wasn't kind of like an obstacle for him. And when he assures this is akin to you driving recklessly and running someone over and then you get out of the car and the person's on the ground screaming and you say, I, I don't normally do this. I usually drive really safe. I, I don't even have a ticket. I've never hit anyone before. Okay, thank you. But you ran me over. So are we going to address that? <laughs> I'm glad you've never done this before. I'm glad this isn't a pattern of good for you. It's me that he'll never do anything like this again. I fully believe that. I'm just so sorry for everyone he's hurt by doing something like this. And like, I'm don't feel bad for me. I'm not the victim. But I apologize for everybody's hurt. And will continue to hurt when you did one thing like this. 
It's interesting that his wife, his partner, is using more language that's in the direction of an actual apology, even though she's not the one apologizing. She's identifying the hurt. She's saying he has hurt people. The thing is, is as a content provider, I assume that he thought, at least for a time, before he turned on the cameras and started streaming, I would assume that he would have thought, I need to apologize. That's the whole point of this. I need to actually identify the transgression. Because the way it's coming across, it's like he's trying to figure out what he wants to say, and he keeps going to self-preservation talk. Which again, I want to point out, is fine if he apologizes first. Feel, I feel like it's, it's just pain. Like right in my fucking gut, like I got punched. And I, I, I just hate that that's gonna be even associated with me, because I don't, I don't believe. My God, I didn't know it'd be this bad. <laughs> it's just, he, he starts out, I feel pain in my gut. I'm like, okay, this is maybe going in the right direction. And then if he had said something like, I feel pain, for the harm that I have committed on other people, the mistreatment that I did to these other people. I, I, feel so, I feel their pain. You know, it's not, my pain isn't as bad as theirs, but that's not what he said. <laughs> Let's rewind. I feel, I feel like it's, it's just pain. Like right in my fucking gut, like I got punched. And I, I, I just hate that that's gonna be even associated with me. That pain is fine. That pain is good. You should feel that pain. That's normal. That's commensurate with the situation. You have humiliated yourself. You have revealed something about yourself that is shameful. He said earlier that he's ashamed. You should be, shame is a, people say shame is bad. No, shame is good. Shame is good. Shame is something that is important. We evolved it for a reason. We should feel ashamed when we have purposely and volitionally harmed another human being. If you purposely run someone over in your car and harm them, you should be ashamed of yourself. You should say, what is wrong with me? Now, you shouldn't take it so far that it negates the possibility of you growing or apologizing or reforming, but you should be ashamed. That's wrong. Now, the vast majority of things that we are ashamed of, we shouldn't be ashamed of it. People are ashamed of how they look. People are ashamed of how much money they don't have. They're ashamed of their job. They're ashamed of being a victim. They're ashamed of the color of their skin because of the way society has treated them. Those are things we should not be ashamed of. You should be ashamed when you commit a knowing act that will harm or possibly put another person at risk of harming that individual. It's good to feel so he's feeling shame. That's good. But all of the talk in this apology video is around how he feels pain, how he feels ashamed, how he feels embarrassed, how he is wanting everyone to know this is not a pattern of behavior and has nothing to do with the harm that he caused other people, with the emotions that he provoked in others. And the participation in an overall misogynistic, toxic, masculine harm upon other human beings. He participated in it. All right, let's take another break. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a new year, so of course it's time for New Year's resolutions. But often, those are just manifestations of internalized harmful voices, voices that tell us we're not good enough. So instead of making a resolution to change something, let's recognize that we are already good enough. Now, most people think of therapy as a place for us to work on our problems, but there are several schools of thought within the field of psychotherapy that adamantly reject that paradigm, like narrative therapy and solution-focused. Instead, these clinicians help us focus on what we're already doing well. And by helping us do that, data shows that we often will gravitate towards more beneficial patterns. Well, one place you can find such therapists is on BetterHelp. If you're thinking of starting therapy, it's definitely worth giving a try. So celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash Kirk today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Kirk. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
air, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't know. Uh, there's no excuse. Uh, I, I, I really am sorry. I, um, and, and I guess most of all, to the people in the community that just feel let down because cause, uh, you mean a lot to me. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, it's very disappointing. It just sucks. It's all about his fans. It could be argued this entire thing was centered around him trying to preserve his business. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with that. But where's the actual apology to the individuals that you harmed? I, I, I just, I've been up all night thinking about it and uh, I wanted to talk and, and make sure you guys know from me like what the situation is, that it is true. I'll give him props for that. Certainly a lot of public figures would lie and say that it was something that was faked or it was a random pop-up thing that they didn't voluntarily click on. He, he could claim it was photoshopped or whatever. We've seen that before. Public figures will do that all the time. So he's not doing that. I'll give him props for that. So far, I guess I would give him a C. He could bump it up to a B. Mainly, I, I would give him a C grade because, not because I would say this is a you know this is a good apology or a passing grade apology but because public apologies are terrible i'm kind of grading him on a curve in a sense so the elements that bump him up from a f or a d to a c is that he seems legitimately affected he's not lying he's coming clean he's saying i did it he is providing some explanation he is affected by this. Uh, he feels the weight of it, at least a portion of it. And he is saying he's sorry and he seems sincere. But I don't know. I would just love to ask him. I would say, okay, you've been apologizing in this video. What wrong did you commit? A lot would hinge on his answer to that because if he quickly identified, oh, yeah, well, I looked at this deep fake porn that involved people that did not consent to having those depictions made by them. And those individuals are harmed when any, whenever anyone clicks on that. And I clicked on it and I looked at it. There's all sorts of things that he could say to that in terms of the harm that he committed against these women and women in general. But on the other hand, he might not have an answer to that. Okay, so if I ask him, what transgression did you commit? He might say like, well, I did something that was wrong. I'll be like, okay, well, what was that? What did you do that was wrong? Well, I did something that made people not like me very much. Or I, I can't imagine him saying something that rudimentary, but I could imagine him saying something along those lines. And then I would say, okay, then this is not an apology. <laughs> you're saying you, you're sorry, but you're not actually apologizing, my friend. You feel sorrow for being caught, which is good, but I challenge you to extend yourself into the other person's shoes. And if you don't know what they feel, then ask them. And then you can feel bad about how you affected another human being. That's it. That's it. I, I, that, uh, and I, I guess I just hope if, if you've been here for a while that you, you can think back to some of the, I mean, consistent, consistent patterns of behavior uh, that are against this kind of, this, this, yeah, it's just more of it. I, I'm going to stop it here and I'll get, because <laughs> I can't, this is a rabbit hole. I did not think I was going to go down. Fucking internet. Fuck the constant exploitation and objectification of women. It's exhausting. Atrioc for showing it to thousands of people. Fuck the people DMing me pictures of myself from that, from that website. Cutie Cinderella is expressing her anger, which she deserves to express and it's natural to be angry i'm angry as well at this behavior and she's upset not only at the industry but at atrioc and those who support him and the general misogyny mistreatment in our society that she has experienced in a variety of ways to look at women who are not selling themselves or benefiting off of being seen sexually they're not benefiting they're not selling it they're not 
platforming it themselves. If you are able to look at that, you are the problem. You see women as an object and it should not be a part of my job to have to pay money to get this stuff taken down. It should not be part of my job to be harassed. Yeah, all good points. And she is also saying that she's had to spend a lot of money for lawyers to go after these sites. Victims get victimized not only by the vic the original victimizers, but by society and by our justice system often. Not always, but often. And it seems to be happening here with her. And financially, she's being victimized. Pictures of me nude spread around. It should not be something that is found on the internet. And with this, also adding that she's going to try to go after the person who made this website. I promise you, with every part of my soul, I'm going to f***ing sue you. And later adding on Twitter, the amount of body dysmorphia I've experienced in seeing those photos has ruined me. It's not as simple as just being violated. It's so much more than that. Yeah, good. I'm glad she's angry. I'm glad she's going after these individuals, not only for her own sake, but for all the other victims who might not have the resources to do that and for all the potential future victims. So she's a hero in that way leading the charge. So there's tons of backlash. A number of the women that were featured on that site speaking out. Well, we covered Atriox's initial apology where he was speaking and his wife was crying behind him yesterday. He's also since released a written apology apologizing to the female streamers who actually pictured it. Okay, so he did, Atriox did provide some additional statements after his video. He says, again, it's titled Apology. You can't see the whole thing on this screen, but I'll just read it. It's called Apology. Hey, this statement is long overdue. My actions have taken me from someone I was proud of trying to make a positive impact in my community to a deep fake porn guy. The scar of that is deeply, is felt deeply on my heart. Again, he is centering it on him. My actions have taken me from something I was proud of in terms of my career to now I'm just known as the deep fake porn guy. There's nothing wrong with Atrioc thinking about that and concerned with it and talking about it, but he is not the center of the pain and the negative effects. He committed a transgression on another person. That should be centered. I harmed another individual by doing something. Okay, uh, so he's continuing down that self-centered point of view. Then he says, first and foremost, I want to specifically apologize to so-and-so and so-and-so. I think it's blacked out because they don't want to cause people to Google this deep fake product to protect the victims, right? Because it's not necessarily taken down yet, right? You were both in the screenshot that spread around the internet. Your names were dragged into it and you were sexualized against your will. You have both succeeded in this industry in spite of all the blatant, unfounded sexist attempts to hurt and assassinate your character in a male-dominated space. And now I'm another guy on that long list. Okay, so this is good. Identifying the transgression. And I was hoping he would say something along these lines. It's not that he did this to these individuals, but he's a part of a movement of misogyny and mistreatment of women in general over sexualization, objectification, harm, victim blaming. And he contributed to that movement. It wasn't just an isolated thing. I'm sorry I didn't reach out sooner. I'm sorry my actions have led to further exploitation of you and your body. And I'm sorry your experience is not uncommon. Yeah, okay, so these individuals can determine whether or not they accept this apology or if they think it's legitimate or not, but this is better than his video that he made. In his tab, saying your names were dragged into this and you were sexualized against your will. Saying, I'm sorry my actions have led to further exploitation of you and your body. Also saying you wanted to correct the damage he caused. With that, noting that Cutie Cinderella, who was one of the streamers featured on that site, was able to get the site taken down after working with a law firm. And then he says, in the short term, through the efforts of QT and Ryan Morrison's law firm, the website in question has already been taken down. That's great. I have spoken with Morrison and am working to cover the financial costs of the takedown as well as all legal fees for all women affected to use as services for removing their unwanted content from the web. Additionally, I'm engaging more law firms to continue to remove this content from other areas of the internet, such as Reddit. That's great. So that's part of the apology to offer remedy. That's my seventh component of effective apologies. He is offering remedy, which shows a lot, right? It shows that you recognize what you did was wrong. It shows that you understand your responsibility in the matter, you know, because when you're offering remedy like this, you're like, this is partly my fault. And so I need to make this right. 
right? I did this thing to you and I need to, in my small way, try to make up for it, kind of. I'll never be able to make up for it, but I need to try. And I don't know what to do here, but here's something that I can do, right? And research shows that when you offer a good enough remedy to a transgression, it definitely increases the chance that the apology will be received well, except and possibly you will be forgiven. So it's good that he's doing this. And it's just that he's doing this. I'm Actually, when I hear that, it's like, is he super rich? Because that could be a lot of money. He's willing to cover the financial costs of the takedown. So he's willing to give QT Cinderella all of the money that QT Cinderella spent to get it taken down. I, I don't know how much that is. Could be a lot. And then to also cover all the women affected. <laughs> all, all women like around the world who've been affected by this. Or maybe it's just individual women that he is identifying. So yeah, but good for him. That's That's good saying he's working with a law firm to figure out the cost of the legal fees for the women impacted. With Vice reporting that the creator of that website also issued an apology that read, I feel like the total piece of shit I am. The best course of action I have understood is to wipe my part off the internet and help decrease the number of future videos of those involved. You will not see me pop up again. Wow. So the individual who made the website to begin with says, to be honest, uh, if I wanted to continue this, what I got was the best advertisement I could ever ask for. So saying, to be honest, I just got a lot of publicity. And so I could continue to do this if you're a horrible human being. Uh, Let's see. But after seeing the situation of that couple apologizing and a few streamers reactions who thought I did not care, I feel like the total piece of crap that I am. The best course of action I have understood is to just wipe my part uh, off the internet. So basically saying I'm not going to do this anymore. Okay. Well, why'd you do it in the first place? Glad that you're not going to do it anymore. And we really need to pass legislation to put this to rest. Just it's wrong. It's illegal. If you do this, there's a reason why revenge porn, at least from my knowledge, doesn't exist in nearly the degree that it did 10 years ago. There's a reason why. It's because it became illegal and there were consequences to individuals who engage in that behavior. But also, it's probably easy to be like, you know what? This is on me. I'm so sorry. After you've been threatened with a lawsuit, which actually regarding that, Cutie Cinderella spoke on it in a stream yesterday. I still plan on uh, pressing legal charges. So I don't, um, it's nice that they deleted it, but I still plan on moving forward. It's great. It's her choice, of course. She doesn't have to do that, but I stand behind that 100%. That's, That's great. That makes me feel good that her and others are actually going after these individuals, because this is how legislation get, gets passed. This is how court precedent gets made, is that you go after these individuals and the individuals either have to pay a lot of money, maybe even serve time, hard to know, and that will scare other individuals in the futures in the future from doing this kind of thing in the future. So like I was saying in an earlier video, she's a hero in that she is standing up against this because there's so much negative consequence you get when you stand up, particularly as a woman victim in situations like this, which I'm, sh- which I think she's identified that she has incurred a lot of people attacking her. So she's a hero in my book along those lines, but she's continuing to be a hero by saying, "I'm, I'm a, okay, fine. They took it down, and okay, fine, my stuff is taken down, and okay, fine, someone's going to pay for that or offering to pay for that. Okay, fine, but I'm going to take this mf'er down." All right, let's end it there, and we'll pick up next time with part two of me reacting to all of this situation. Again, if you want to see all the visuals, you can watch all four parts on YouTube. On YouTube, it's on four parts. On the audio podcast, it's just two parts. So, yeah, and everyone out there, please take care of yourself because you deserve it. You really, really do. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.